And, and on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. We have a, the greatest crew in the house tonight of crews ever made. Uh, joining us from American Greatness Managing Editor, Ben The Rock Boychick. <laughs> how, how you be, Ben Boychick? Uh, old. I just turned 50 yesterday and I'm. Oh, you think that's old? You're just a child, my friend. I know. You're like the fourth person to tell me that today. That is very, very young. It's very, very young. That's why it always helps to hang out with people that are older. There you go. So Rob feels like a baby here. Rob feels like a baby. And of course, joining us from 93.1 WIBC, BAM, the president of Conservative Talk Radio, Rob Kendall. Heard your mask mandates coming back out there. You got to ruin the first the first story. We're and um, we're getting to it. This, this show would not be complete without America's humble servant, writer, actor, provocateur, saint, sinner, Lawyer, lover, father, grandfather, economist. mathematician, statistician, and mathematician, and of course, most importantly, Doctor Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Are you going to say? I'm going to bring a needle. I'm going to bring a needle to the next show and you're going to inject you're, somebody. You, well, we'll have to have a volunteer to come off and be injected. You're, you're, injected you're, with what? Use serum, of course. Oh. You're going. To, you're going to thread the needle. And on that note, Ben Boychuk, first story of the night, L.A. County. Tell us about it. Yeah, Rob kind of uh, teased it. I guess. I need a rundown. I need a rundown. So L.A. County, uh, this is an NBC News story from today. Public health officials will reinstate the indoor mask mandate for residents of most of the most populous county in the nation as coronavirus cases rise just one month after the state reopened its economy. Fueled by the quickening spread of the Delta variant, the mask ordinance will go into effect late Saturday and will apply to everyone, regardless of vaccination status. So... All that pain and suffering we went through, Ben. I, I, would, I, I live it. Do you live in LA County, Ben? No, he doesn't. No, he I in, live uh, in San Bernardino County. Oh, so well, you're oh, okay. it, but Ben, it's coming to a town near you. Oh, um, yeah, certainly. As, as we call it, Ben Stein, beta testing. I um, I find it amazing that the and I and everybody thinks when I talk when I bring certain things up, Ben, that I sound like oh that's never going to happen. But it's right before recall time, Ben. And um, people back in your homes, mail-in ballots, Ben. There's May a new I ask variant. A question? May yes. I ask a question? When is the recall? I September 14th. September 14th. Um, and we're about to hit August. Still time to run. Still time to run, Ben. And <laughs> I, I have a house in, I have two beautiful homes in North Idaho and one in Washington, D.C. <laughs> and others in other places that say, I can't afford any of them, but if I have to flee the Gestapo of the L.A. County health, so-called health department. I will. Ben, you bring up a really it's 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 I don't see an end in sight. We saw this coming from a mile from. Well, from, you did. You did. You did. I did not. I want to give credit where it's due. I thought there would be a third vaccination round. And I, I still think there will be. But uh, I did not see the mask mandate coming back so soon. I did not see that. It's uh, it's um, it's 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 absolutely frightening. Um, they, they, they're saying the amount of new cases was a thousand or something, but they're not saying anything about the death toll. Supposedly, the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines have very good success rates against fighting these things. 
Worst case scenario, you're you're a little sick, but you're not going to die. That's what they're reporting. So Ben That's Stein, they're reporting. Wait a second, hold on a second. How do I make that thing go off my screen? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go well, ahead. I, I don't know how to do it. Okay. Okay. What I I just saw my doctor, a very very brilliant man, named Mr. Doctor Coe, whom I believe Jude also knows, and uh, he said the vaccine that all of us have gotten around the greater West LA area. Moderna is very effective against the so-called Delta variant. We don't need we don't need the inoculation. Uh, the mask he was bewildered by. He said he's never been sure if the mask accomplished anything. I will say for the millionth time, a back, a virus particle is so small for that for it to pass through the fabric of a mask is like being able to drive a car through the Lincoln Tunnel. It's not that difficult. What say you, Rob Kendall? You're in Indiana. You're supposedly safe right now from the Delta variant. It, has, it, hasn't, it hasn't hit the, 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 the Hoosier state yet, um, but it's coming for you. The variant, it's, it's Delta. It's flying over there, Rob. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. I don't think it's called Delta because it resembles no, I know Delta it's. Oh. I, I know. I was just sort of... Okay. Well, Thanks. our phony Republican governor here tried to put people in jail for not wearing a mask initially, and then the attorney general stepped in and said, you can't do that. So he had to to, uh, to strip that down. So I believe uh, that disingenuous goof, Eric Holcomb, would look for any reason possible to bring the mask mandate back and shut the state down. I think he's dying to do it, just like DeWine in Ohio. And and he, he breathes, Ben Boychik, and it goes to my point. I, 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 I heard this term years ago from somebody. I thought they were crazy. I mean, they also were showing me how, you know, the streams in the air was the government's spraying oh, us. Oh, that was Claude. No, no, somebody else. But at the same time, they were taught me about beta testing, about the idea of turning off a power in a certain area and seeing how people respond, Ben Boychuk. And it seems an awful lot like this is a, a case of beta testing L.A. County to see what we're willing to do. I get the sense, though, and, I, you know, I was just in L.A. Uh, well, I was in the Valley the other night. Uh, well, the Valley is part of L.A. Yeah. And, and well, right. But for people who are outside of our little realm, they may not know. Uh, and I get the sense that people are have had enough of this bullshit. I mean, I really think that, you know, we, we went back and forth uh, on whether to open or not. People were willing to put up with a lot. Uh, a lot of people were willing to get vaccinated. And, uh, you know, and I think that, you know, it was very interesting. I, I, I went to a rest, this particular restaurant on Tuesday night. And they were fully reopened, no more social distancing. Some people were wearing masks. I had gone to the same restaurant a couple of months ago and it was still, you know, it was all the safety precautions and, and masks and distancing and all the rest of it. And I just get the sense that people are, um, may not be so willing this next time. That, you See, know, he, Bren, Ben, he brings up a good point. So LA County will be, man, will be mandating this. The restaurants are finally open are finally open to um to are, are getting oh, business. They're basically and, and they're basically just pushing you know well i have a question may i ask a question yes Several sure. questions. first who when we say it, it was ordered who ordered it who, who, who are the powers that be in la county um so it is the uh uh 
L- LA department. It's the uh, LA County Public Health Department. So they that. have authority without going to a court. You guys that's, keep talking. That, I'll be right that back. Seems, that seems impossible. I, either ben way, I'm going I, to a court. I, I think or, you're a lawyer too. Are you not? I am not, but I read a lot. And so with all due respect to uh, the L.A. County Health Department, I don't think they can order that without a court uh, giving them authority to do so. A a bureaucratic department, I don't think, can order something as sweeping as that without uh, legal uh, mandate. Uh, I may be be wrong. But but Ben, that's like like in Indianapolis, that's how they did most of theirs through was through through the health commissioner. That's where a lot of these folks have done this is through orders of unelected bureaucrats they may well, be I, operating though, us, if i may sorry, go ahead, ben. Sorry, ben. they may be operating though under the authority of whatever measures that the the county board of supervisors may have passed last year and i i simply don't know but that well, would be I, that would seem to me that would satisfy your objection wouldn't it ben if the uh, it, board it, of soups? it would if if it was quite clear that this was a state of California rule and that they were implementing it uh, and that it would, whenever it was uh, enacted by the state of California, it was more or less permanent or for, for some long period of years. I would like to know what the authority is. May I back up and say, when Mr. Obama was first elected president, uh, he uh, ordered that the bonds of Chrysler Corporation be bought by the government to keep Chrysler Corporation afloat while until a foreign company bought it. And I called up the White House. I was then a columnist for the New York Times. So they, they took my call. They didn't just dump all over me. And I said, where is your authority for doing this? And they said, well, the president said to do it. I said, yeah, but he, where is his authority for doing it? And they said, well, he wants to do it. I said, yeah, but where is the law that allows it? And I would like to know where the law is. If we have anyone watching us or listening to us who knows what the law is that enables the health department of LA County to make such a sweeping move, I would love to know what it is. And by the way, sorry for the interruption. Somebody's door to door selling something and ringing my bell. My my bell in my apartment has never been rung before. So sorry, <laughs> I, I'm not I kidding either. So I think it's great. So sorry for the disruption. Um, but you're right. Ben, ben didn't I, you used to sell something door to door. What? Didn't you used to sell something door to door? No, no, but Warren Buffett did. Warren Buffett used to sell vacuum cleaners door to door. It, oh, you sold a, shoes, right? But yeah, I sold shoes, but it wasn't door to door. And Ben Boychuk, I see, is feverishly looking this up. And the truth be told, I don't think they do have the uh, authority to do this. I don't think they have the, uh, but they do have the power. It's the power of fear. And it's the power that they know people are easily going to capitulate, Ben, like they did last year. Ben Stein, remember when they started giving us curfews? I would like to know what the punishment is if I walk into my neighborhood pavilions Without a mask, what is the punishment? We, well, I guess, I guess well, that's we will a city, find. Now that's a city question, though. I think, right? Because we had this discussion a little while back, where we were talking about various cities around LA County, and Beverly Hills had a particularly draconian. Well, uh, this this pavilions I go to is in West Hollywood. Okay, I think so West I, Hollywood did too, though, right? It was like five hundred bucks too. for the first. But offense. I want to know where the authority comes from for that. I'm um, looking right now at, uh, I, I followed a link from the LA County Board of Health, which took me to uh, the California Department of Industrial Relations. And they seem to be the ones who are putting out 
the the standards and the mandates. So it's basically okay, well, it's Ben. It's bunk yeah, well, science, Ben. I mean, it, I, it, I, I'm not going to. I assume it's bunk science, but way suppose they said from now on you can't leave your house. Suppose, suppose do they have the authority to do that? I mean, is there any limit to their authority? I mean, this is uh, that's one fourth or third or fourth. When I was at law school. Uh, one day, a teacher was being particularly bullying and mean. He was a very, 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 very famous expert antitrust. And I said to him, I stood up in class and said, if you don't stop bullying us and boss, bossing us around, Mr. I won't say his name, doesn't matter. I am going to take off my clothes and stand naked here and read the names of the Vietnam War dead for the last week. And he was so shocked that he walked out of the classroom and quit and became a very highly paid antitrust lawyer on Wall Street. What if Judah and I, who live fairly near each other, and my son, who's visiting us from South Carolina, walk in naked to our local pavilions? What are they going to do to us? I say, let's do it, big house. I say, you know what? I don't say we ask what happens if we walk in naked. Let's do it. I say, let's just do it with our masks on, with masks on. Masks on. <laughs> That's no, no, no masks on. Okay, just just walk full, in naked just, just, and uh, walk in naked and see what they do. So just the full <laughs> Monty, naked men singing. Ben, we do this. We have Larry Clayman waiting outside to get us out of out of uh, out of jail. Um, and uh, yeah, That's a different I, part of the penal code. I don't know how close <laughs> you live to a school, but you're not going to be able to live too close to a school very long after that's done. Well, let me just also did you tell say you. penal code is a joke or or? Yes, well, you can read it any way you want to. Judah. I was just making sure. But look, I, look I, li I live in in, a, uh, in Beverly Hills. The, the Pavilions, which is a great store where I shop, is right in the heart of gay West Hollywood, the very beating heart. It, on on uh, Gay Pride Day, which seems to be almost every day in West Hollywood, men walk around virtually naked with almost nothing covering their genital parts. Nobody ever seems to punish them. Why can't we walk in naked into the pavilions right now? Okay, Ben. I uh, Ben after the show, you and I, and, and Tommy, if you want and, to, and and I think Tommy, Tommy, and Tommy, we're, we're we are going to go. Um, it's the image you of my head. Fellas, have Larry Clayman on speed dial. I yeah. trust. I yeah, we're yes, and. Um, and on that note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the Full Monty with Benjamin Jeremy. And why Stein. not, as we walk in, sing "We Shall Overcome"? I could think of other songs that uh, you could you, uh, you could see, sing for, uh, some Queen songs. Um, I wanna break free. Um, but on that note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the World According to Ben Stein. We have some good news. We are on the new app Getter, so. Download the app, follow us. We posted our first post today, which was Cuba C. And ah, um, that was my suggestion. Uh, I get yes, buy. of course. I said it's you, your post. And uh, but thanks again. And of course, you could download our episodes, World According to Ben Stein, um, on Apple Podcasts or and wherever I think you we get... should do them all naked from now on. Yeah. Thank you so much for always letting me do clean openings, okay. clean outs, clean breaks. But of course, Rob Kendall, he was on your show this week or he was on your uh, colleague show. Can you tell them show. where he they could find that stream? Yes, WIBC.com. Ben was our guest. We talked about Elvis. We talked about John Hughes. Uh, ben used the term mofo on the largest uh, radio, one of the largest radio stations in all of Indiana. It was great. 
<laughs> Somebody wrote Ben Boychuk would, uh, would, uh, would go naked, but he doesn't want to make the rest of us feel inadequate. I have a feeling Ben yeah, Boychuk right. is half naked at this point. Um, but yeah, I want to welcome everybody back to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Next subject. And, and here's the thing about this subject. We got Ben and I, uh, we were talking about this a couple weeks back, and it was, I guess, speculation on, on my point. And we had a little back and forth on this. I think you mean on your part. On my Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Mrs. Levin. But Ben Boychuk, please tell the story about the White House. This is a New York Post story. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to edit it on the fly. White House Press Secretary Circleback Jen said Thursday that Biden the Biden administration is identifying, quote, problematic posts for Facebook to censor because they contain, quote, misinformation about COVID-19. OK, so now we're officially a dictatorship. We, we certainly are. Uh, uh, Glenn, circle back, Jen, disclosed the government's role in policing and, social and media during her marker, daily press briefing. Typing paper and a magic marker. After, after Surgeon General Vivek Murthy called on companies to purge more pandemic posts. The demand for censorship and circle back Jen's admission of government involvement follows yeah. a series of flip-flops big, from health officials who contributed themselves throughout the pandemic on issues such as mask efficacy, as well as censorship of cla claims that later gained credibility, such as the theory that COVID-19 leads to a Chinese lab. I, I, I mean, I, uh, you'd almost have to repeat that because... Because I was distracted, and I apologize. But I apologize very much, Ben. I apologize. But well, I, I, have a, to, I want to write I, down a formula, but go ahead. I have a question for you, Ben, based on this. So, so the White House, the, so the, so the White House is saying that they are working with Facebook and I presume other social media companies like Twitter to uh, identify and remove posts that they don't like. Is it not the case that the Supreme Court has said time and again that the government may not induce, encourage, promote private persons or companies to accomplish what is constitutionally forbidden to accomplish. How is this you, even legal? You are exactly right. And this afternoon, I was thinking of this exact thing that now that Facebook, Twitter, whatever they're calling themselves these days, have merged with the government in terms of purpose and activity, then the First Amendment goes right into effect. If the, if the Supreme Court lets this one go through, then there is no more constitution. And, and in that case, we, uh, we are no longer living in the same America. And it took Mr. Biden and his henchmen just a few months to kill the constitution of the United States. And this is very, very frightening indeed. Very see, frightening. Ben, ben, here's the frightening thing to Ben Stein is, I, as I speculated, I thought it was going on. They're openly, honestly admitting it's going on. They yeah, have no credit like, for that. Where is your shame? Where, not you, Ben Stein, but where is their shame? Where that they, that they feel like that they could go and do this, Ben, is a frightening thing. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. I am ter very scared about it. I'm extremely glad that in moments of uh, high exhilaration, I bought houses in various parts of the country that are not part of the LA megastructure of uh, dictatorship. And uh, I will flee there if necessary. What say you, Rob Kendall? Well, it reinforces the idea that when the Democrats say they're going to get tough with big tech, that it's a complete joke because they're working in cahoots with each other. 
They are fully invested in not just the existence, but the expansion and domination of big tech because they now serve as an arm of the Democrat Party and an arm of far left radical liberalism in many cases. Unfortunately, that is exactly true. And we are now seeing very scary things happening in our beloved United States of America that I, as I said, it's now, uh, what is it today? It's the uh, 15th of July. Of July. Uh, if you had told me on January 20 I, I, that this would be happening, I would not have believed it possible, but it is happening. And I would say all the conspiracy theorists, uh, this is your day, my friends. This is your day. Well, it's not a conspiracy. You see, that's the thing. It's, uh, it, it, conspiracy theories really, Ben Boychik, no longer seem to exist. They have li- literally, like I said, zero shame, Ben Boychik, in just out and out, this going for it, Ben. Can Boy, I just make, I, I just, I feel like I need to get something off of my chest. They said, Your shirt? I, they said if I voted for Donald Trump, I would get an authoritarian regime and by God, they were right. Ah, uh, that's very good. That's very good. That's very good. Very good. So, so, uh, December 31st of last year was one of the best days of my life. I met Ben Stein for the first time on this very stream. God bless you, sir. And, it is interesting how much the veil has been lifted back in six and a half months, isn't it? It's, it's not It's not just interesting, my friend. And by the way, we call him in our family Ken because my wife is Barbie and her husband or boyfriend is the Ken doll. Anyway, um, the frighteningness, the fearfulness of this league is terrifying. This is precisely how Mussolini ran Italy more even than how Hitler ran Germany. The so-called, the fascist, fascism as originally conceived in Italy was about the corporate state. It was the corporations merged with the state in terms of purpose and goals. And in Japan, as the militarists were taking over in the 20s and 30s, this was the the goal of the so-called Kempitai, which was, still is, the thought police, literally called the thought police. Now we have the thought police coming out of the White House. This and, is really scary. And soon enough, to quote Cheap Trick, we'll have the dream police. Um, it's, it's, uh, it, it's a hop, skip, and a jump, uh, Ben Boychick. I mean, how, you know, I hate to, I, I'm not one of those, I'm not trying to say I told you so, but it, to quote my mother, who's, thank God, everybody feeling a lot better, um, a yes, blind man God. in a dark room could have started to see this stuff just it's when the 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 media obviously isn't the media we know it's you know state-run media democrat-run media they're the guardians they they used to they they had to be some form of the guardians of the gate ben and we don't even have that anymore where are the investigations where 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 the where other than a few ben sorry well i got one for you where in the hell is the aclu Oh, but the ACLU has been the stooges of the extreme left and, may I add, of the anti-Semites for a long time. I mean, the ACLU is a disgrace to humanity. And I will add also the Anti-Defamation League, which which used to be a big, big thing for protecting us Jews, uh, they're completely gone. And they also are now defending lawbreakers and bad people. I, I, one of my professors in college, I went to uh, UC San Diego, was a guy named Peter Irons. I don't know if the name is familiar to you, Ben. No. Um, he, well, among his various claims to fame, he uh, 
uh, gosh, 30 years ago now, he was the guy who first released, who, who got a hold of all of the audio tapes of the Supreme Court arguments and published them. And he was the first guy to do that. He, um, and because he thought this, this is, should be public information, so why not publish them? And that got him on the front page of the New York Times. But he, he had certain notoriety in the late 60s and early 70s. He also worked on the Korematsu case in the 80s. Um, but uh, Irons was uh, an ACLU liberal. Actually, he described himself as more of a Eugene Debs socialist. But, but I took several classes from that guy. And, I, and uh, a lot of what I learned about, about the First Amendment um, and, and freedom of speech is sort of, you know, the, the extreme... Uh, defense of the freedom of speech, I, I kind of picked up from him. And it's been very interesting to see how the ACLU has, has really turned in the past 30 years um, since I was Iron student. And they've really, they've really turned against freedom of speech. They oh, yeah. They, 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 not they, want to defend the clients that they, they mm -hmm. defended 30, 40, or 50 years ago. No, no, they, no, no they, they now are an instrument of repression. But Rob Kendall, you're, you're, I can see you're yearning. Well, I wanted to go to Rob about something else about this subject, because, Rob, this is where um, conservatives um, are screaming for the, where are the, you know, where is the leadership in the house, in the Senate? There is a lot of, there are some really great senators, but you don't hear a word from from Mitch McConnell ever on this stuff. He's the leader of the of the Republican Senate. Uh, Rob. You are making such a good point. Where the f is he, Rob? Well, I don't think people like Mitch McConnell uh, totally understand technology. I'm sure Mitch McConnell doesn't do Facebook or to, you know probably Twitter to some extent as people do, but I don't think they understand the magnitude of it and allowing the left to get a stranglehold on technology, how it is defining elections for future generations. I think they're stuck in a, in a way of doing business, a way they've always done business, which is fine. But the future of the Republican Party is very, very, very bleak if the left maintains a giant stranglehold on all things social media and big tech. See, here's the thing too. So to Ben Stein, um, the RNC has been fundraising massively or bigly, and it is just uh, dwarfing the Democrats. But the RNC or the party of Trump isn't representative or isn't Mitch McConnell doesn't represent that. And there really is a, at a certain point going to have to be a paradigm shift in this party where the Mitch, where the Hollies and the Cottons and the people that, you know, the Cruises get leadership. I mean, Mitch McConnell should, I mean, there's a certain point who's voting this guy in. Well, he's an easygoing guy. He's made a lot of friends. He's been there a long time. There's a lot of patriots to dispense. But you're entirely right. I think, if I may say so, what do we have, 48 Republicans in the Senate? No, what we have uh, 50. 50, okay. Wow, 50. If 50 Republicans in the Senate. Barely, if they want to call themselves. What did you say? I'm sorry? I said if they call themselves Republicans. Okay. But, yeah. If they stood up, took their clothes off. No, I'm just kidding about that part. If they stood up, just kidding, just kidding about that part. If they stood up in front of the Capitol on the Capitol steps and said, this is a clear-cut violation of the First Amendment. Not just a violation, clear-cut violation of the First Amendment. It is being done by the president, and we are going to do everything in our power to stop it, I think we would get some stopping. 
How many do we have in the House of Representatives, Judah? Uh, you know everything. About 213, Ben Boychuk. Okay, that's, okay, that's still quite About a lot. That's yeah, still so, quite a lot. Yeah, somewhere in In defense of, the, of, of a lot of people in the House, they do have strong voices. A well, lot of the House yes, Republicans. Yes, yes they do. They do. Uh, there's a, a big difference, Ben Boychuk, between the House Republicans and the House and the Senate. And it almost feels like um they're holding on for dear life to that globalist dream or whatever it is they're holding on for dear life ben boychuk sure and i i think that um uh the the sort of collegial nature of the senate has has rendered a lot of republicans ineffective there that that's very true and it's always been that way it's always been a club and it's always been a rich man's club right but it's time we have to have have a choice it's going to be a club or are we going to have a constitution? Do we really mean it when we say the constitution is the governing document of the United States of America? Or do we not mean it? If we, if we don't mean it, we're in real, real, real trouble. The, Rob the Kendall, last word. Well, the other problem, too, is the power of incumbency. And we talk about how does Mitch McConnell keep getting reelected? And Ben can speak to this. There, you know, everybody says, well, we don't need term limits, it's elections. Yeah, not really, because the power of incumbency and the fundraising that comes with incumbency, like in the state of Indiana, you you have to get 500 signatures in every congressional district to get on the ballot to run for United States Senate. That's a daunting task that will cost you a minimum of a quarter of a million to a half a million dollars just to get on the ballot. So a guy like Todd Young, who is a total disgrace as a U.S. senator, who masquerades as a Republican can raise millions and millions of dollars and has a giant infrastructure advantage that someone just starting out does not. A very, very, very serious problem. But I, I, and I, but I would like to go back, if I may, to the basic point I think that all of us are working on, which is that we have here a colossal slap and sneer and spit on the Constitution, on the Bill of Rights, on the First Amendment by the White House of the United States working arm in arm with big tech and we as Republicans and conservatives still have enough clout, I hope, yes. in the Congress and in the state houses to make some show of resistance. Listen, I mean, Mitch, my God, this you're, incredible. You're we're, completely we're right. we ourselves be rolled over on something very, very basic. So Ben Boychuk, he raises a good point. So Mitch McConnell did one thing that I could think of in his life or in the, in the time that I've um, that when he didn't allow Merrick Garland in. and he really, he really, um, you know, he, he really steadfast and, um, he didn't, uh, go for it and he, and Trump won and, yeah, we got supposedly the three co- good court nominations, but that was Mitch McConnell standing his ground. What, is it once in, it. It is it once in it. a lifetime standing your ground or is it like just maybe, maybe, maybe better to say once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. You know, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't have all that much confidence in Congress, especially since Republicans are in essentially in the minority. And so, it, you know, it, nothing's really going to happen until after the next election as far as that goes. But in the meantime, um, never mind the ACLU. There, there is a network of foundations on the right, legal foundations on the right that exist to sue for just this reason. Larry, Larry Clayman's organization. And Larry well, Clayman's no, no, organization. Lots of others. Lots of others. Lots of others. Yes. And, and why they should be suing like the wind. Uh, right. They should be, I mean, every which way possible, because 
this is this is so obvious. And you know, I, I don't know if you saw the the uh, article in the uh, the Wall Street Journal on I think it was Monday. Ben that, definitely did. Um, it was a, it was an op-ed. Trump can win his case against tech giants. Did you I see did that piece? Read, I, I did. I did not. I'm sorry. I actually well, saw. I actually saw that piece. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the gist of it is. Uh, um, you know, Trump is suing Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and you know the the, the media conventional wisdom is is that it's a crazy lawsuit. But this piece by uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, I'm sure I'm butchering his name, um, cites loads and loads of precedent that suggests that in fact uh, the former president does have a, a real case here. Well, like now he really now he really has a case. Right, because now they really literally they literally came out and, and, and said that they're colluding with Yeah, with I mean right. They they Silicon they showed Valley their cards. cards. Right. And on that note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Um truly an American treasure. Um <clears throat> Thank you. And you look great. Your haircut looks great. And Thank of course, you very much. we are joined tonight by managing editor of AM Greatness, a great place to get your news, just like spectator.org. I encourage both of them. And if you have extra money, give to both. They're both great online uh, uh, sources of news and great stories. Um, a little humor added into them. Ben Boychuk, and of course, the most popular conservative talk show host, in the state of Indiana, and soon to be America, I truly believe that, Rob, who has more charisma or as much as Donald Trump. And uh, Rob Kendall from WIBC. Ben, where do you get your hair cut, and is it the same place as Judah? Okay, yeah, well, certainly not the same place as Judah. I have a woman hairstylist who is a former playboy bunny i'm not kidding and she a playboy playmate I, 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 there's actually big spread of clothes of pictures of her uh, in playboy uh, unimaginably beautiful very very capable and uh, she not only does she got my hair but she's engaged and her fiance does uh, contracting work at, at our various houses so well, there you are it's a circle of life simba um, ben, ben, of, uh, Judah, who does yours? Is it a stripper? It's, it's, it's called. It's called well, super. She's not a stripper. She's it's called. Su it's called super cuts, and I can guarantee you, definitely not. But on to the next. On to the next frightening story. And again, I'm going to bring up something. There, they they will not let go of one date in American history. Not the uh, 380 days where people were rioting and looting and and destroying our country, they will continually bring up January 6th because uh, they, they believe it's their Trump card to for Trump to not get reelected. Uh, ben Boychuk, so if you could tell the story about this brilliant uh, the head of the Joint Chiefs, uh, Millie, well, please. Yeah, and the, by the way, and before I do that, I just want to tell everybody who's listening uh, for, for the best reporting on what did and did not happen Julie on Kelly. January 6th, Julie Kelly at American Greatness. So this is a story out of CNN, and it's and it's uh, the hook here is a book that's coming out uh, in the next couple of weeks by... Uh, the head of the Joint Chiefs. Yeah, so Carol Lyoning and Philip Rucker's book called uh, I Alone Can Fix It. And yeah, so uh, the top U.S. military officer, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, was so shaken that then President Donald Trump and his allies might attempt a coup 
or take other dangerous or illegal measures after the November election that Milley and other top officials informally planned for different ways to stop Trump, according to excerpts of this upcoming book obtained by CNN. Um, the book describes how Milley and other Joint Chiefs discuss a plan to resign one by one rather than carry out orders from Trump that they considered to be illegal, dangerous, or ill-advised. Uh, and the quote here is, it, it was a kind of Saturday night massacre in reverse, Lanning and Rucker Wright. The book, I Alone Can Fix It, scheduled to be released next Tuesday, uh, chronicles Trump's final year as president with a behind-the-scenes look at how senior administration officials and Trump's inner circle navigated his increasingly supposedly unhinged behavior. But didn't he also bring up and compare um, his supporters to basically- uh, yeah, the, so, the, Yes, so here's the, here's the quote. Here's the killer quote that I know that you wanted, you picked yes, up the, on. The, the, yes. This is a Reichstag moment, Milley told his aides, according to the book, the gospel of the Fuhrer. And so, you know, by the this way, these are the Ben, this, this is, is Ben Benstein. This terrifying. is the head terrifying. of the joint. Terrifying. Yeah. terrifying, terrifying. Well, I will tell you, if I may, that uh, I have known other Joint Chiefs of Staff who are also idiots. And uh, I remember once uh, I spoke on the same platform as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who was at the time an admiral. And uh, God, that guy was stupid. I remember saying to my wifey, Big wifey, this guy is really effing stupid. He's in charge of our defense. It's terrifying. But it's it's it, but it's again, Rob. It's it's. I mean, I I, I don't know. It's it, it. No matter which way the compass is pointing, asshole is in that direction. <laughs> you know. I mean. I mean. Like like seriously, Rob. Every which way we look, asshole. It, it's almost unbelievable. Well, before we get to that, I feel bad because I didn't ask Ben B where he gets his hair cut at. So I want to include him in the uh, in the process of where he gets his hair cut at. I do it myself, which is why I didn't look like a hippie cult leader at all last year. <laughs> uh, if there's any doubt that there's a shadow government, if there's any doubt that there is a large group of nameless, faceless bureaucrats, or even if they're, they are face, even if they have a face, that bureaucrats that are actively and did actively work against this president to sabotage anything and everything. This report should tell you exactly what you need to know. And they don't even try. Ben, ben can speak better to this than I can. They used to try to at least make this made up stories look realistic. This stuff is so ridiculous that no one who is as an ounce of intelligence is going to believe it. I thought, by the way, if I may say this, I thought that the, uh, this imbecile, if, if, if he really said this, uh, had already denied that this happened. Is that, is that, am I wrong or right about that? I, I, I thought it had already been denied, but as- I think so. Is, no, you don't think I don't so? think okay. so, because remember, this is the same guy, this Mark Milley is the same guy who made that really, was it, was it him or was it Espy? I think it was Milley who made this, who put, put a statement out after that whole controversy about Trump walking across the street from the White House to the church that had almost been burned down. I think it was yeah. Mark Milley. It was Mark think, Milley. It and, was. And wait, wait a minute. Let me, but can I now connect just a, the dots just a little more, Ben Boychuk, if I sure. may. I can remember under Mr. Obama, we had a, joint, a chairman of the Joint Chiefs who said that the biggest danger to America was not China or Russia, but inflation and insufficient backing of the dollar. And I thought, you imbecile. 
that's going to help us if there's a war? My uh, God, how, where do they get these guys? It was also the P Pentagon under That's Obama. a great question, Ben. It really is. Like, where, like, like it, you know, to quote what you always say about Richard Nixon, about people in the house not being fit to be dog catchers. Um, how did, uh, how the, who's picking these people? I mean, it was... Oh, remember, was, they're being picked by other similar people. Yeah. I mean, the, we, the people who are running, the, the guys who are running the military at the level of actual combat in the field are brave, smart, energetic, wonderful people. My father-in-law and my uncle and my grandfather were some of them. But uh, the guys at the Pentagon who are moving around the, the, pa the papers, they're scarily dumb. I just wanted to make a quick point about the Obama Pentagon. I mean, that was the same Pentagon that that put out reports on how climate change was. Oh, that, that's right. Protected. That's right. My God, that's right. That's and, right. And think about a guy like John Brennan. Like, we could come back to these bureaucrats who are, you know, actively working against people they don't like politically. Think about John Brennan was in charge of basically spying on people in this country. And look at what a radical lunatic He's been on places like CNN, et cetera. You think there's any justice in this country when people like that are deciding who gets monitored? All right, all of us, let's just get in our cars. Get, Rock Breath will get in your RV and go to our place in North Idaho and go out into the woods and hide. But you nobody know, and, else and go. You, you, For God's sake, stay guy. away. We have the perfect well, guy. Why do you say this, Ben? Do you have a house there? No, I want to have one. That's the problem. Oh, I, too many too goddamn expensive. Californians are they're going there. They're too expensive. Now. This you is, can't and, have one. And, by, and by the way, we have the perfect guide, which is our Saturday night guest, Gary Collins, who teaches people how to live off the grid. Um, SimpleLifeNow.com, since I'll give him a plug, why not? But it, I, I don't, you, Ben, you're not far off. And you were asking Rock Breath, you know, in a sense, why? Where, where are you going? I got to say, He's got the right. He's got the right idea. He's 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 living on wheels. He could go to he could he could go to the town, the safest place where, where there is, and uh, I sort of respect that. I sort of admire that right now as I'm thinking about California, Ben, on a Saturday night in L.A. County. That I I feel terrible for these restaurant owners. I mean, my God, they, I mean, it's like it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I C c can it be that they really issued this order without accompanying it with extremely powerful supporting data showing that masks were going to stop the spread of the Delta variant? Ben, there's be been, ben you see, Rob, he brings up a point. There has been no data. There has been literally no, nothing done forensically to investigate this past year and a half. Nothing. And Pelosi won't allow it, Rob. No, of course not, because then it would get it from friends. Yeah, I, I was listening to somebody the other day, and they were talking about the amazingness, especially amongst young people, of the willingness to just go, yeah, okay, the government said so. I mean, it's it's truly a frightening thing. That well, just I'm really frightening. I, this is what I wanted to talk about. Rob, you're my favorite guy, so you, you talk. I keep interrupting you. But no, you no, no, no. I just, I just, you it, made Ben Boychick feel bad. You said you, he... I'm sorry, Ben, you talk. I'm sorry. No, you said he's your favorite. Oh, my, my favorite guy. Ben's wife my is wife, in love my, with me. We all know what my, this my is about. My wife's my favorite girl. Ben Boychik, yeah. you're his favorite man. You turned yes, 50. Yes, exactly. Now, here's, all right. here's what Let's I want to say. In Hitler's Germany, uh, 
young people, and in, and in Stalin's Russia, and in, in, in the communist Poland, young people were told to be spies against their own parents. And if their parents were not showing adequate respect and deference to the Fuhrer or to Stalin or whoever was the head of state in Poland or wherever the hell it was, they were to report these people, they were to reprimand their parents and then report them to the secret police. This is what's happening in America. We have a Gestapo of young people in the households of America. In my household, my son, a wonderful kid and a genius in many, many ways, although not as good a chef as his father, although he thinks he is. Anyway, he is reprimanding me, a hero of the civil rights movement, for being, for a certain language I've used. I love him anyway, and I know he will come around. A good friend of mine, a very tall, beautiful girl, has a daughter who's constantly reprimanding her for anything she says, being sexist, ableist, racist, also unnoticed. We have a Gestapo of our own children in our own households attacking us, snooping on us. And I know my son will never do that. He would never, ever, 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 and, ever. And we that. have Facebook who's complicit in this. And that was the one I was saying a couple of weeks ago when Rob was on that fit, that I believe it's the administration. I'm still speculating. That's asking the neighbors to rat on each other. Still speculation. Of course you're right. Of course you're no, no, no. It's no, uh, no, I, I yield to your greatness. I'm positive. You're right. Uh, ben, I wish I wasn't Ben Stein. About Rob Kendall. It's called, it's called. Well, I just wondered, Ben, are you making French toast tonight? What are you? Yes, I am. I'm making. Would you like to know my recipe? Yes. Butter, butter, butter. No, uh, three or four eggs, well whipped. Of course, I only make it while naked. And uh, then vanilla, and then uh, uh, a cinnamon. Whip it up. Put Pepper's Farm bread. You cannot get Pepper's Farm bread just anywhere. I have my friend Bob Noah, who's a very nice guy, get it for me in Washington, D.C., and then send it to me by FedEx here in L.A. I then heat up the pan with Pam and butter and a little chousson of olive oil. And then I put the, I soak the bread in the batter, put it in on this very hot frying pan for a short time, turn it over, Put in more bread, put it all over till I have made, reaped a huge harvest of French toast. And then I have my wonderful nurse bring it up to my wifey, who eats it almost instantaneously. And then the nurse and I, and I hope my son tonight, and I eat the rest of it. Voila, Rob. Thank you as always for. Oh, wait, asking. I forgot. I put on, ton, put on tons of butter. And tons and tons and tons of maple syrup. And thank you, Rob, for always asking an important question at just the right time as we're talking You're a about great the guy. Brown, as we're You're talking great. about the brown shirts and the Gestapo coming after us. Rob is more curious about how Ben eats his French toast. I salute you, Rob Kendall. Perfect. Um, and on that note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein. And remember, we are now on Getter. Um, but also you could get our podcasts wherever podcasts are downloadable, benstein.substack.com for all our current news. Of course, you can find Ben Boychuk at AM Greatness. It's wonderful. And Rob, every day from 9 to noon on WIBC, bam, the president of Conservative Talk Radio. And of course, America's Humble Servant, Spectator.org, now get her, and uh, podcasts all over. And um, Ben Stein. Um, 
Rock Breath has just said, try adding a drop of OJ. I'm going to try it. Okay. Well, in Rock Breath, here's the thing. Ben Stein almost never takes a suggestion on how to cook his food. So Rock, he's, he, that's, that's how much he likes and trusts you. He's going to add a little orange juice. But I wanted to get to the last subject of the night because it's been really bothering me, Ben Stein, as I saw, saw you in your office today and we were talking about it. Um, and, and I was talking to Ben Boychuk about this too before, and it's what's going on in Cuba. And the freedom, uh, the, 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 and BLM is uh, who, who the United States, the United Nations recognizes, I guess, as a little township and I said to Ben Boychuk, they're very similar to the Palestinians. They truly are. Yeah, they, they are the Palestinians. They, they are the they, Well, they, right. They they stole their uh, their uh, manifestos, um, of course, written by our people. But um, it, it's really frightening, Ben Stein. The 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 lack of knowledge in our country for what our, I mean, these are our brothers and sisters in Cuba. I mean, are are going through. And my father said to me the other night after the show because we were talking about this. When boats are coming here and people are in tires and rafts getting out of getting away and, 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 and from this dictator and it, our government catches them and sends them back to Cuba. But it's the only place where we're sending people back to. But everybody else has a welcome pass to this country and knowing rightfully that they are going to be shot dead in Cuba. We can't say the same thing for these other for the, for the other Im illegal immigrants coming to this country. And Cubans have done nothing but contribute to our society, Ben Stein. And Cubans, it, it, sorry, capable, hardworking, intelligent people, amazingly creative people, wonderful, wonderful people. And they have the wet foot, dry foot policy, which we all know about. And uh, we have got to take in the Cubans who are fleeing and for the Cubans who are fighting uh, in the streets of Havana, We've got to say we support you. You, you are, we are with you. We'll help you in any way we can. I had said the other day that we should give them arms if it comes to conflict. I'd rather not give them arms. I'd rather not come to conflict. Uh, but uh, we should be certainly having a president who says, "I am with you. We are with you. The cause of freedom is our cause too." And it's disgusting that Mr. Biden and his henchmen are not saying a word. I mean, Ben Boychuk, I've actually never, I mean, it's, it's, it's frightening. I mean, I know I well, use that word they're, a lot. They're but saying, they're it's saying sinister. words. They're, they're saying words. They're just not very good words. Secretary of State uh, Antony Blinken on Monday, for example, said that uh, simply denied that the U.S. was to blame for any of the trouble there. They're essentially responding to the left in the United States and saying, oh, no, we're not, we're not to blame. What we're hearing and seeing in Cuba, that's a reflection of the Cuban people and not of the United States or any outside actor, is what Blinken said. It's worth highlighting part of what the Black Lives Matter idiots uh, tweeted out. They blame uh, the embargo for what's happening there. Well, that's and, what the Cuban government's blaming. Well, and that's what Black Lives Matter is. They're parroting the Cuban government. And they're but saying they're that, part of the same conspiracy. Right. Oh, sure, sure. But but I love this. I love this line because it's such a it's such a perfectly crafted piece of commie propaganda that the United States with its cruel and inhumane policy instituted with the explicit intention of destabilizing the country and get this, undermining Cubans right to choose their own government. 
I love when that's said. I, crisis. You know, you're, he's completely right, Ben Stein. That's like the most, it, what everybody says about Venezuela. Well, they had the right to choose their own. No, no they get it, you jack. No, no, of course, it's all brutality. It's brutality, just plain brutality. And we have not to think that we are not standing up for these people who are risking their lives minute by minute in the streets of Havana and Santiago and all over Cuba and Oriente province and all over Cuba. It's absolutely, it's, it's humiliating to us as Americans. And Mr. Biden, if he had a brain in his head, would be humiliated, but he doesn't. And Rob, we brought this up the other night and somebody brought it up in chat. It's not their voting block. And I, 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 I truly believe from the bottom of my heart, that's what this comes down to, is they missed the mark with, Puerto, with people from Puerto Rico. They assumed after they escaped Puerto Rico that they were going to vote Democrat. You missed the mark. Florida was up. You missed the mark with Cubans in Florida. They, 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 the parents instill amazing discipline to their children and love of America and their own country, Rob. And love of God. These love are, God, these are yes. God-fearing people. Yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on, and that's what this is about. If you come from Guatemala or someplace they believe you'll be a registered Democrat, come on in. We'll go to, move, we'll move, uh, we'll go to the ends of the earth for you. If we know you're probably going to be a registered Republican, which is why Florida is not really a swing state anymore. It's now a red state in large part because of the Cuban vote, because these people have experienced what Bernie Sanders' America or AOC's America would actually be like and don't want any part of it. So they don't have any interest in these people being here. And that's a great tragedy. And Ben can speak to this because he lived through the 60s and, and he's experienced this that Joe Biden could could have a great impact on this, even if he doesn't send troops or arms there by just telling the Cuban people, we are with you. Yep. These people are thugs. Absolutely. Keep you keep going. Absolutely. Well, you keep going. And if things get really bad, we'll be there. If they, if they start massacring you and machine gunning you in the streets of uh, Santiago or, or Havana, we are, we'll be there. I, mean, I want to say at least 100 people are missing. And... Yeah. Wow. And reporters and the number was 50. I'll say 100. At least, if, I mean, if you're going to say 50 reported. And, and here's the pox on our media, Ben Boychick and Ben Stein and Rob Kendall. Where the fuck is our media? Where the hell is our media on the ground in Cuba reporting what's going on? Where the hell is our it is it there comes a point. I get it. You hated Trump. You hate us. You are costing people lives by not reporting stories. And it is it is so dangerous, Ben Boyd. Dangerous my and language. cruel. Dangerous yeah. and cruel. You know, there are people who really sincerely believe all of that propaganda stuff. I mean, I've argued, you've argued with them too, I'm sure, Ben Stein. I'm sure. Oh, I see them. When yeah. I'm on panels at colleges, yeah. I see that it's, it's enough to make me lose my mind. And you, I mean, it is absolutely the case that that you know we have that, that they they have a hundred percent literacy and their healthcare is second to none. And and anything bad that you've that's ever heard about it is just it's just uh, that's just the the Americans uh, just making it up because it's it really is the workers' paradise down there. Notwithstanding the fact that their infrastructure is crumbling and that they have a secret police and that, that and that their their so-called incredible medical structure is based on very 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 modest training of doctors and then calling them doctors and we right. wouldn't consider that person right. even remotely. It's like a doctor. it's like when we were branding the old car service drivers, all the people, all the Russian drivers. They were all worked at the nuclear. You know, they all were you know were nuclear physicists and um, and some of them might have been. I'm not knocking them. 
But Rob Kendall, it's really it's it's really disheartening. And I mean, this topic as a Jew um, bothers me, I think, a lot more because I identify with Cubans, I think, as a, a, a there's a very similar they're extremely similar in, in, in many ways. And I, I it's somebody's going to I mean, somebody's got to do something with this media. Somebody's got to do something. I don't know what the answer is, Rob, but they have to earn it. What, what are they what are they, what do they um, write down for you know expenses? Well, like, oh, sir, <laughs> if, sir, they're not going to they're not they're not going to fix themselves. I, I know. I don't know. I don't. Uh, Rob, what is the answer? Is there I mean, how do we get we're trying new, to do it right now? How do we get a new media? I mean, how do we get we're, we're new reporters? Right now? Yeah. Well, well we, we were talking about this today, that one of the interesting things about society now is that anybody can interject themselves into, quote unquote, the mainstream at any time via social media. And we were talking about this in regards to why so many on the left are so vile. I think a lot of them are miserable people who do it for attention. But I think the right can learn some of that as well. You don't need the traditional media anymore. We can do it. I've been, been uh, Mr. Stein just had a great suggestion, which is we're Call doing it ben. right now. Well, and, take our clothes off, right? Yeah, right. Nudity. Okay. New, news and nudity. Yes. Boom. I, I mean, in one week, I may have all got Ben Stein's phone number and been naked. I mean, it's a, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> I don't know how far he's going to take it. So it's like I'm getting a little nervous. But Ben Boychuk, you have people like Julie Kelly and at, at, at AM Greatness is really taking a, a huge um, thing with the, with, the, with the January 6th thing. We need more Julie Kellys. Um, we do. I, I, I would literally start a fundraising thing to get her to go to Cuba. To Cuba. I, I, well, I, I, I need her. Gonna, I need her all over. In Cuba. I know. I know. I know. We, we need her on the January sixth story, and I she's know, but... got a she's got a modest book coming out in I think mid September uh, that kind of collects her reporting so far. But you know, we, there's not going to be any trials on the January sixth stuff until next year, and so she's she's yeah. got much I, it, more work it, to do. But yeah, we need to cultivate. We need to cultivate reporters uh, who are as brave and as bold as, as she is. I think Glenn Greenwald would be perfect. I think he'd be the perfect guy to send over there. Glenn, I disagree with him sometimes, but he's down, at least he's intellectually honest. Um, as, as, as Christopher Hitchens was, I didn't always agree with him. Um, and Ben, remember, your microphone is on your jacket. That's why I'm having fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's great so <laughs> um but I, I i i at the end of the day ben stein um it's it's disheartening uh i'm happy your jacket's back on i'm happier and and we really sometimes need to pray for you know i, I think prayer i i know it helps I, I prayer it helps works that. and prayer works wonders but it also and 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 somebody's got to mess get a message out to these idiot kids I mean, it is, uh, Rob, like you brought up, I mean, these people on TikTok, I mean, pe people do these contests where people die, right? What they, do you mean? They, what kind of, I don't know a thing about like that. How what is that? Like how many tie pods can you, you know, like they have these What's crazy, a tie pod? you know, the stuff you put, they're little pods you use for. I, I don't for, know. I'm kidding. I don't know. For, they're detergent, but they're little pods. You just put them in the I, machine. Yes. You don't what need, do people do with them? You don't need yeah. liquid. <laughs> what do you do? Well, what do you do with them? You stick them in the machine, and the machine treats it like detergent, just like um, liquid. You don't have to pour. So, what, so what, how does that hurt anyone? People swallowing it, Ben. 
You're kidding. People are swallowing the. I mean, in the past, in the past, this is what is is uh, is uh, is. We don't is, deserve to survive as a country. This is really true. And if anybody, my one of my favorite shows was um, I got to say this is is a show called An Idiot Abroad. It was it was done year, a few years back with Ricky Gervais and this guy named Carl Pilkington. And I believe he was, it's a brilliant show. I beg everybody to watch it. But there was one episode where he was in, in India, maybe, in, in some um, deaf McDonald's, like where everybody that worked there was deaf and everybody. And he said, this is why they created the smartphone is for these types of people. And I thought it was one of the most brilliant um, um, observations a person could have it wasn't for what we're using it for and um i think uh it's time to spread the you know the free cuba all over as much as we can and all that stuff and no more you know rob so i will give you the last word or one of the last words uh as always it is a thrill to be with you judah and ben boychuk and ben stein and this show i think does more good than people realize it's a chance for people to know they're not alone so as usual, Judah, you are a community servant and a pillar of the community, and I'm so blessed to be with you. Thank you very much. That's extremely kind and and, and well right. deserved. Well deserved, Judah. And well deserved. Thank you. And I just want and to my say, my son is helping him. And so yes, I, your son, son is helping me greatly, too. and with the audio and stuff. And I just want to say to people that are struggling or going through stuff, and especially Ben Boychuk, you're going to be going through more stuff with the lockdown. Ben and I talk pretty much almost every morning for the most part and share what's going on in our lives. And it's not always good. And it's uh, sometimes it's very dark, but we get it out. And when you get it out, you start to feel just a little bit better. You know, I'm not promising you greatness. I saw a therapist one time when I first met him, he said, I'm not here to make you better. I'm here to make you a little less effed up. And I said, that's the type of guy I want to see. And you're not alone, no matter what you're going through, Ben Boychuk, right? I think that's right. I think that um, I, I, I'm very happy to be on the show again tonight. I, 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 it's, a, it's a thrill to talk to you guys. And uh, very, very happy, very grateful uh, to the audience that we have, the audience that, that's growing. Uh, the, the popularity of this show is, is going up, up, up. And that's a, that's a credit to you, Judah. And um, I also just, uh, I want to just as a matter of special pleading, just put in a good word. We celebrated our fifth anniversary at uh, American Greatness this week. Uh, so everybody, please check out the site. We had a nice symposium on Wednesday. It's uh, a, from congratulations. Our- it's an yeah. amazing site, AM Greatness. Donate to it. It's, it's up there, AM Greatness, spectator.org. You can give to both. You can find us on Getter at Ben Stein. You could, of course, download all our podcasts. Subscribe to our email, email benstein.substack.com. Rob's got one of the best shows on air in, in America. Listen to it, stream it live, nine to noon, Mock and Rob show every day in Indiana. I mean, it's, it's going to be global. And we'll say we knew him when. We knew him when the plugs just started growing in, when Rob's got a, the, the full head of hair. And by the way, where do you get your haircut, Rob Kendall, since you asked uh, all of us? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, am a, I am a great clips person. Great clips. Um, they are a, not strippers there either. <laughs> She's not a stripper. She's now studying to be a surgical nurse. And I want to thank everybody for. Um, I want to thank everybody. What a way to end! I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. I want to remind you, we will be back Saturday night and uh, pray for Cuba. That's that's the that's it, a good just one. just spread that's that as much. One. 
as you can. Just let's pray for Cuba. Pray for Cubans and their families. For Cuba. And, sorry, Ben, take us out with something. Sand in my shoes, sand from Havana, calling me back to that ever so heavenly shore. Stand calling me back to stand with my love once more. God bless you all, and God bless America, and God bless Cuba. Cuba, see. Cuba, see. Communism, no. Right on.